Monday morning. Oh, it's a chill in the air. The sun is out, as are my balls under the table. A lot of you don't know this, but I uh, very often uh, go naked from the waist down. Kind of, kind of, kind of drum and bass Winnie the Pooh, you could say. Just letting it hang, man. Just letting that bear schlong do its schlongy business under the table. I saw, um, this is a bit early for this, but fuck it. You know, it's coffee and memes, what are you going to do? Uh, a picture online, which was like the underside of an office desk. The caption was, um, guy just got fired. They found this under his desk. And it's just the evidence of load after load after load of clandestine tugs under the desk, firing into the underside of the desk. It is the stuff of of Boschian nightmares. Really narky business. I would imagine if you were to break that down to firewood and burn it, all spirits and that would come out of it. Look like the end of Indiana Jones where they open the the chest. And all the Nazis' faces melt. <laughs> it's Monday, though. We're here. God, camera's at a weird angle. No, it's not. Fuck you all. Who know, Who even knows? Who even cares? Who's even watching? I don't know. Big Chody, he's in town. Hog boy. Lee the build. Robin Card, message retracted. Okay, good stuff. Big Wodge. Den Tweed. Stin. Uh, Millie Stewart. They're all, in, they're all in the town. They're all in the chat. They're all... In the house, they're all into weird stuff, man. Weird sex. They're all into um, cock and ball torture. Uh, they're into felching. They're into um, putting things where they shouldn't go. You know, I think that's that's sort of where people are taking sex now, isn't it? You know, all the all the normal stuff's been kind of it's kind of old hat now, isn't it? So it's like, well, what can we put in there that's not supposed to go in there? Well, let's just work our way through every inanimate object in the world, you know, and maybe we'll find the optimum inanimate object to be put into the bits of you that are not traditionally supposed to have uh, things in them beyond uh, really sort of bits of other humans, bits of yourself or bits of others, you know, if you think about it. Um, it's not it wasn't really designed for anything else, but uh, you've got to improvise, adapt, overcome. If watching Bear Grylls has taught me anything, it's that if I really try, I can put stuff, almost anything, into my ass for fun. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday morning. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid. That what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm and, of course, on YouTube. How long, though, before they shadow ban us? Yeah, before they shut us down for saying shit they don't like. They don't want to. They don't want to hear shoe throwers being a genre. Yeah, they don't want to hear my fence-sitting political opinions. No way. They don't want to hear me saying that people are putting the stink back into Extinction Rebellion. You know, YouTube don't want that. They're trying to shut me down with my 300 views a show. They think we're too dangerous. The drum and bass industrial complex. They're trying to shut us down, man. They're trying to silence the feathery king. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. Um, guys, look. I just thought, it's kind of a slow news week in a way. Um, uh... There's, it's not. I've got a few good ones from from last week, but there's nothing super new and exciting to do. No, I mean, you know, we had an update on mate. He was caught in a lift shagging a traffic cone. He said his trousers fell down. Seems like a reasonable excuse. Uh, police hunt for couple who kept having sex on train. And keen to get into that. Looks like fun. Adult film star Jessa Rose says she will sleep with a fan to fulfill their destiny. I think it's nice. If imagine if like there was some sort of like soothsayer that you could go and see for an actual accurate description of what your destiny on earth was. You pound cash, maybe, maybe you pay them in some sort of other bartering system, I don't know. You have to bring in your firstborn child. I don't know, you have to bring them a rare dub plate of that VIP of another planet that never came out. I don't know. Nevertheless, they would give you an accurate sort of fortune uh, description and tell you really what your destiny was. And it turned out that your destiny was, in fact, to sleep with Jessa Rhodes, the porn star. But that was it. That was basically, that's going to be, that's the, your whole destiny in the world. So, you know, make the best of it, right? Maybe do some sort of, you're going to need some sort of training program because think about it, it you don't want to mess it up, yeah? This is the thing, right? Now, every every gentleman of a certain age has thought about this. What would happen if you actually, you know, met some of these porn stars and had the opportunity to have sex with any of them? Well, it would be quite intimidating because they're used to having sex with male porn stars who, as we know, are very well endowed and can go on a long time and have got all the techers of none of those things. You know, not especially well endowed, zero techers, and you know you're lucky for you're lucky for a hot sixteen if you know what I mean. Yeah, slightly saddened that that rhymed accidentally, but you know, firstly you'd be worried about even getting a boner in the first place, even getting some sort of basic erection under your belt. If you'll excuse the turn of phrase, you know something something with enough structural integrity to sort of breach. To breach, basically. Yeah. You don't want to be thumbing in. You don't want the whole marshmallow into a piggy bank routine. Be embarrassing. Yeah? You know, they're used to the best. And you know you ain't going to give them the best, but you want to give them something. Right? You want to make the best of the situation for both of you. Then, you know, let's say you do manage to gain enough structural integrity to breach. Then, like, you know, how, how long you, you, you're going to be... 
you know, you you want you want this to last, particularly if it's your entire destiny. It's just this one moment to sleep with this one porn star because that's what the soothsayer has said. It's your destiny. You want to go all night, right? You don't want to blow your beans in thirty seconds, leaving her disappointed and you destinyless. You know, lost, lost and alone in the world, nothing, spiraling out of control. That's it for you now. You know, you might as well go and work in. Where do people? Where do people sort of go to die? Um, I I guess either see the stand up comedy, isn't it, or 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 jump up. Fog on, yeah, yeah. That we wouldn't leave many options left. Anyway, I don't know. I I, I digress. Porn star Jessa Rhodes has said she'll sleep with a fan to fulfil their fantasy. Oh, it says fantasy now. Oh, hold on a second. It said fantasy all along. But I read it as destiny. That's completely different. <laughs> oh, God. Um, let me get her up on the screen. Um, looks like a nice lass. Um, you know, feel their fantasy. Yeah, makes more sense, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not their destiny. I mean, it would be a quite an arrogant thing to say as well, assuming that her fans, that sleeping with her would be the ultimate destiny. Maybe it is. Maybe for some people it is. Anyway, Jessa Rose says she'd sleep with a fan to fulfil her fantasy. In a Reddit AMA, Ask Me Anything, for those who aren't familiar, the adult actress said that she would fulfil a fan's fantasy and even told them how they can apply. Cool. Um, there's video footage. One fan asked, would you sleep with a fan to fulfil their fantasy? Asking for all of us. Uh, Alright guys, so my friends and I cash. are going to find these babies a lovely home tonight in some strippers g-string. I need to know where the seediest, gnarliest, most dangerous strip club in all of Las Vegas is. Comment below, and that's where we're going. Hey guys, if you are in the Philadelphia area, I have a little surprise for you. I am coming tomorrow night. I will be at Club Risque. I have two shows only, so come hang out with us. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I'm not in the area, so I won't be able to come along to Club Risque and hang out. I'm deeply saddened by that. Um, and her reply was, actually, yes. In fact, people can enter my fuck a fan contest. Nice. Uh, via my private Snapchat. Oh, I wonder what the rules of play are for this. She also revealed the most dangerous thing she's ever done on set, saying that she once had to repeat an underwater scene so many times that she thought she was going to pass out. Great. Uh, when asked what her... Uh, they don't pay me enough for this shit. Moment was, she replied one time while shooting for Brazzers with Kieran Lee, I had to dive into a pool and swim to one end, uh, from one end to another while wearing a robe that weighed me down. I had to do many takes because of technical difficulties. Every time I held my breath and resurfaced, I thought I was going to pass out. It's a pretty dry answer, uh, really. Uh, she also answered one question, uh, other questions, including one that she had said had made her cringe so badly that she paid to have the video back. Oh, God. She wrote, I'm not going to say who it was, but one time I was so grossed out after a scene that I went back and paid the guy back uh, that I was doing a scene with and asked to get the footage so I can destroy it. Also, so I want to know more about what the guidelines are for this fucker fan com competition because, like, you know, there must be some sort of stipulation. It couldn't be just, I mean, she's got to pick. She get to pick. Does she have, like, for, you know, she allowed to... Does everyone else get to pick? 
Because if you leave the internet to pick stuff, you, you, you're playing a dangerous game. They're pick Richard Spencer or someone. <laughs> like, <laughs> last thing you need is the leader of the alt-right jizzing on your tits. Also, uh, you might uh, think that when you watch porn, the actors are not enjoying it. But Jessa says that she isn't actually acting all that often. She says, if I'm being completely honest, I enjoy 90% of the time, especially now that I've been in the industry for seven years. Uh, it's easier now with muscle memory. It's always annoying when you forget to have sex, forget how to have sex, isn't it? With the lighting and the angles to focus purely on good sex. Uh, whereas before, I'd get nervous and anxious, making sure that I was opening to the camera. I wanted to make sure that the director got what he needed, as opposed to me focusing on having the good sex. Uh, Jessa said that when meeting new people uh, who ask her about her job, she says it loud and proud. She also said the longest time it ever took to shoot a scene was 24 hours, saying it wasn't a very fun day. 24-hour shift is pretty full on. What an absolute grafter. Well, you go get them, girl. Yep. You slang that, Dak. Um, good job. Look, let's talk shoe throwers, guys, because there's a few good new bits out today. New upbeats, new dub physics, uh, new LB, L, new LSB and DRS, new icicle, MC mush, uh, clamps, black owls, spelt with a four. So, all good stuff. Uh, let's. Okay, might as well just start with the upbeats. Go on, let's get the show on the road. <laughs> Oh, 
see if she has any other devices in her satchel. It's a rowdy little number, isn't it? That's Devices by the Upbeats of the EP The Lost Tapes. Lovely stuff. It's on non-vogue. Anyway, Dad claims Weatherspoon's baby-changing station used to snort cocaine. What else would it be used for? I mean, seriously? Dad has spoken of his quote-unquote disgust uh, after a baby-staging baby staging changing a baby-changing station in a Weatherspoon's pub appeared to have been used as a snorting table for cocaine. Yeah, looks like it, doesn't it? Um, Chris Kempson found a rolled-up 20, cash back, uh, no, and a white plastic, on-the-white plastic baby-changing table uh, in the disabled toilet at the Admiral of the Humber pub in Hull, city centre. Why are you complaining about having found 20 quid? Get over it. A 48-year-old dad of six. Oh, mate, <laughs> come on, you, <laughs> you need that 20 quid and the gear. Uh, had gone to the pub to treat his friend to a birthday breakfast uh, when he saw the rolled-up 20 on the open table as soon as he walked to the ground floor disabled toilet. And you were using the disabled toilet. Why, mate? His mate does not look impressed. Uh, 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 having a breakfast. So uh, he doesn't actually have a child with him. Does he have a child with him? That's a big old Weatherspoons. Dang. Um, he's just being a grass. I understand. So what are you doing? You found your twenty quid and you're still grassing. So they should get him, arrest him in possession of drugs, because there'll be some gear left on that twenty. Do him. Teach him a lesson. <laughs> Don't grass. Asked if he reported it to the staff. Mr. Kempson said no, but reported it to Lad Bible. No, but I did tell the dad uh, with a baby who was going in there. Uh, he wiped it down with baby wipes. They want to stick that shit up their nose. That's their issue. But a baby changing station to rack up on is so low. It's not cool. Yeah, they're reasonable height. Sorry. I'll give it a little... Oh, it's down, is it? Okay, well... I'm trying to slow a little bit there. Sorry. Forty-eight-year-old dad of six. Oh no, have we read? Uh, yeah, we've read all of that. For a birthday breakfast. Wow. Um. Anyway, uh, where are we? Yep, that's not cool. Blah blah. It's uh, it's their choice if they want to stick a beak up their nose. Nice use of beak. Uh, but why would someone use that as a snorting table? Because it's a really convenient snorting table. What? Why? Um, Mr. Kempson said that he suspected the note had been left since Friday night. Went on saying they, uh, meaning the staff, 
ain't cleaned it. Otherwise, cash would have been gone. Uh, someone said to me before, name and shame pub. But how can you blame the pub? Well, you've done it anyway, haven't you? It's that idiot who did it, to be honest. Unless he's been there all night. Then it's their issue as well. With a bit of luck, that little bastard might see it. That story, I made them rethink. Yeah, rethink about accidentally leaving 20s around the place. Fucking hell. Who's got that, who's got that kind of wonga just be leaving around? Weatherspoon's baby changing table. Not a place to be doing lines of coke, folks. Well, thanks for your public service announcement, mate. Thanks for the unsolicited advice. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, you fucking grass. Dad admits he kept the money to pay for breakfast. Yeah, what a surprise. Do one or the other. Either keep the money and don't grass, or grass and put the money in a charity box. Unbelievable. Eddie Gershon, a Wetherspoons spokesman, said we apologise to the gentleman concerned. Wetherspoons has a zero-tolerance policy for the use of drugs in its pubs. It's impossible to monitor what goes on in the toilet cubicle once the door has been locked. However, we fully appreciate that the discovery of cocaine in the toilet is unacceptable. Fair enough. Anyway, onwards. Fucking grass. Uh, whole woman banned from Asda for calling the shop assistant a dickhead. <laughs> That's the stuff, isn't it? There she is. Uh, she looks like a bit of a Karen, if I'm honest. A woman from Hull has spoken about being fuming after she was banned from Asda for three years because she argued about being asked for ID. Uh, you should be pleased. 29, got ID'd. You should be loving it. What's wrong? Just for c- cigarette papers. I went into a local superstore on Beverly Road, Asda. I went for a packet of cigarettes. I was verbally abused. Oh, told no. that I'm a racist. Wow. I went following in, in on the Thursday to go for a packet of sick papers. But because of the altercation, I was told that I'm banned. Yesterday mm. uh, mm. morning, I went in. They said, I'm allowed to go in. The security guard said, I'm allowed to go in. <laughs> and I go in. I'm with my friend, uh, Tracy. We go in. I'm bombarded by mm. two security guards. Mm. One that opened the door. And the guy who was being given me the verbal abuse and wouldn't serve me uh, come up to me chest to chest and was really intimidating. Oh, no. I felt very embarrassed and anxious. I had a panic attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, One of the security guard ladies who don't really work there on a normal occasion had to come and take me out and said it's not the first alteration that they've had. Alteration, yeah. Right. Okay. I want to know more about the accusations of racism. What were you in? What was going on in there? I I have. A, I've just. I just suspect there's a little more going on than you just saying that you called the shop assistant a dickhead. You know. I just. I just get the feeling. You know. Um. However, twenty-nine-year-old Raquel Bryan uh, said that she only called the shop worker that as a joke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when she was asked to present identification to buy a packet of cigarette papers. As Hull Live reports, uh, Brian went into our local Asda store on Hull's Beverly Road and asked for a packet of zigzag rolling papers. Uh, to her surprise, the man working at the tills asked her for ID. Brian explained, I said, ah, oh, shut up, you dickhead, as a joke. Uh, I thought he was laughing with me. And then he explained, no, I'm being serious. I said, oh, dare you ID me. I had a panic attack. I felt like everyone was staring at me. After that, confrontation followed and eventually Mrs. Bryan was taken off the premises by a security guard. The following day, she attempted to go back to the shop and was told that she had been given a three-year ban. <laughs> I, this is a little bit odd to, like... 
Can you just say, yeah, you're, you're banned, you can't come here anymore. Why three? No, we think after three years you'd have learned your lesson. Like, I think we think when you're 22, to 32, sorry, I think then you'll probably have had time to think about it, you know. And, you know, we appreciate that people change, but it's not going to be an overnight process, is it? Well, you're not going to be able to come back tomorrow, say sorry, and it'll all be water under the bridge. I think three years is the amount of time that it would take for everything to be made right before you were allowed back into the Asda. We will say, please do bring ID with you next time. Um, it's for your own safety. <laughs> that led to a meeting with the manager. She arranged it for that Friday afternoon. Once she arrived, she was shocked to learn the reason that she'd been banned. Mrs. Bryan continued, he was rude and didn't listen to what I had to say. And so the reason I was banned is because I'd been racist. I'm not racist. My ex-boyfriend is black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not racist I love black dick It's the best Why? How could I possibly be racist um, Brian denies the allegations of racism uh, She then returned on Thursday Accompanied by a friend The pair entered the store After being told uh, She was allowed in by a member of staff Guarding the entrance Once again Other members of staff confronted her She was told to leave the premises Then she got her ID there She got prov provisional driving licence 29, can't drive, okay, that's fine. Um, Raquel's friend, Roxanne Marshall, added, she was told she could come in. She only had a, a stew, she only had a stew pack and some sausages. Okay. So I was walking up, I could see two staff verbally abusing her. They were right in her face. I said, there's no need for that, it's bullying. They told her, you're never coming in here again for three years. Spokesman, uh, spokesperson of Asda said, while we would never discuss individual circumstances, uh, we take any concerns of this nature seriously and will not tolerate any form of abuse or discrimination towards our customer or colleagues. Well, sounds like six of one and half a dozen of the others. I think you should bloody bang, bang our heads together. Yeah, get them all together. Yeah, get them all together and bang their bloody heads together. Right, go and play nicely on opposite sides of the Asda. Okay? Listen, you, you, you should be happy about the but coarse language... Yeah, racially mo racial slurs, and they're not going to go down. Yeah, doesn't matter how many black boyfriends you've had, you can't go in there banding the N word around because you've been ID'd for cigs. Okay, look, look, you might say that you didn't, maybe you didn't. You know, who knows? Well, maybe we'll never know. But all we're saying, three year ban. Okay, get out. Right, let's have this dub physics bit. Might as well. Come on, we're here now, aren't we? Uh, it's called White Flag. Good action. Always pleased to see a new dub physics bit come out.
on a scale of 1 to 10, how hyped are we about the Brexit extension to January? Fucking sweet, if you ask me. I'm made up about it. I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm stoked. I'm absolutely stoked. We might have to start the lobster party or the shoe thrower party. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. The EU is going to collapse and we'll be the only remaining member of it. <laughs> we'll be the EU. It's just us. <laughs> we'll have the, we'll take on the euro, but no one else will have it. Everyone else will go back to their original currencies. Yeah, the lira will be back, the Deutschmark, the francs. They'll be loving it. It'll be the gay old time of, pre, of pre-euro Europe. And then there'd be us bugs with all these euros we can't spend anywhere else. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Um, yeah, how about this one world government? Yeah, come on, Soros, get your shit together. Let's get it on. Uh, right, what else have we got? Uh, police hunt for couple who kept having sex on train. Uh, police have said they're looking for an amorous couple who decided a night train from Glasgow to Edinburgh was the place for them to make love. It's always Scotland, isn't it? Whenever it comes to nakedness, lewd behaviour, stuff like this, it's always North Hadrian's Wall, isn't it? Always North Hadrian's Wall. Unable to wait to get home, they engage in a number of sex acts on the table and on an empty seat before leaving the train. Lovely stuff. British Transport Police said that they had seen the footage from Saturday night and are making inquiries. Uh, CCTV footage lasting two minutes. Wow, quite quite the sex act. Uh, captured the moment they started kissing to the moment they started having sex across the seats. Wow, they really went... That, that escalated. Damn. If anyone recognises the couple, they should contact the police. Well, you've... Uh, you've blanked out his face. I, I, was, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, is he wearing a balaclava? Oh, no, hold on. Um, meanwhile, Scott Rail hit out at the couple and said that they were trying to clamp down on such antics. Yeah, but... Spokesman for the firm said... Uh, antisocial behaviour has no place on Scotland's railway. I imagine it's rife. I imagine uh, antisocial behaviour on railways is almost exclusively a reserve of Scotland's railways, I would imagine. Um, and we will continue to work with the British Transport Police to clamp down on unacceptable conduct. Um, if you have any information and you want to rat these, these two out for just having a bit of a fiddle and on a night train, I mean, really... Can you imagine? Can you imagine seeing it and going, "That's uh, that's Kenny. He work. I think he works in the Asda. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. That's Julie. She works in the Astra as well. That's them shagging on the train. Oh, I'm going to dob them in. Uh, hello. Yeah, Um. you know anyone asking about the people shagging on the train? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's Kenny and Julie from the Astra. Yeah. What? Oh, I think rat's a strong word, isn't it? I mean, you ask for people to appeal. What? No, I... An art? The scumbag? No, I do not think of myself as a scumbag. How, how dare I? What? I mean, what kind of a, what kind of a dick? Like, this is a night train for a start. I mean, it's not like it's the, you know, it's the train to school, is it? You know, the train to nursery. And Kenny and Julie are just there, felching, you know? Just eating the ass. Eating each other's ass. Going ass to ass. Ah, so there's a night train. You know, Edinburgh to, to Glasgow. Come on, what's your what's, what's your problem? They should, you know, pe- people don't like it. They shouldn't bloody well look, you know. They can avert their eyes, you know. And if there are any children on there, just hands over the eyes, just like that. Just watch the wall, my child. All the gentleman does his business. Pathetic, absolutely pathetic. Uh, well, look, you know, if anyone knows them, I mean, he, he, I'm just trying to pick him out of an identity parade. Just back. Weird. Donald Trump says, Coward, ISIS leader, died whimpering and crying. The president described al-Baghdadi as a coward who died whimpering and crying after running into a dead-end tunnel, igniting an explosive fest and killing himself and his three young children. Please, press F to pay respects. Well, Trump said that, not me. Uh, he's now just live memeing. Uh, two Sc- more Scottish news. Two Scottish men charged in connection with Metropolitan Police Hack. Uh, I can only assume this is Chode and Stin. Um, they hacked the Metropolitan Police Twitter uh, and got uh, and compelled them to free Digger D. I don't know who Digger D is. I presume an MC of some kind. Um, <laughs> two men have been arrested and charged in connection with the hack of the Metropolitan Police website and social media account. In July this year, a series of bizarre messages appeared on the force's Twitter account. It wouldn't surprise me if this sort of stuff is just the police just trying to have lols. Uh, and fake press releases were posted on its webpage. One message called for the release of drill rap. Oh, he's a rapper. What a surprise. Drill rap artist Digger D, who was believed to be in prison at the time, saying, Free Digger D on Phonem Gang. Mother said, Fuck the police. Free the gang. I, I, whenever, like, whenever accounts like this get hacked, they always post just like insane nonsense like this. I mean, I would have expected that you'd you'd have to be pretty smart to hack something like this. So then, why is it always like, I don't know? They just post the N word, or like, you know, this free dig ID on uh, Fornem Gang, fuck the police, free the gang. Like, why? You, I would have thought these people were smart. Apparently not. There are also several men's names mentioned in the tweets and press releases. Um. It, it, oh, GCV and XE3 kiss kiss. Uh, the Met Police said the attackers gained uh, the attackers managed to gain access to several uh, to the service called My News Desk, which manages the publication of press releases. At the time, the attack was blamed on a gang of teenage cyber vandals from the US. Oh, okay, so they're cyber vandals. So they basically, I mean, much in the way you might vandalise a youth club, you just spray bollocks over it. They do that just in in type. <laughs> yeah, we broke in through the through the back door of the website, and then we just trashed the place, sprayed our names everywhere. <laughs> oh, I wonder who did it. Uh, at the time, the attack was blamed on a gang of teenage cyber vandals from the US. 
two men have been charged at age 18 and 19. They're both from Scotland, and one living in uh, Lossiemouth, Lossiemouth in the northeast, and the other in Glasgow. Uh, Donald, so this is the dream of, of every young ha- hacker and cyber vandal, I imagine, is for your work to then be tweeted by Katie Hopkins and then retweeted by Donald Trump. It doesn't get better than that, surely, does it? That's got to be the goal. What What other better... I mean, getting Donny T on the retweets of your work, of your handiwork, smearing, cyber vandalising the Met... That's as good as it gets, isn't it? I mean, can anyone else imagine anything better? I mean, <sighs> Kim Kardashian? T- no, Donald Trump tweeting it. That's got to be the, the that's the gold standard, right, of cyber vandalism. Um, fun to, uh, I, I just think it's a fun way to have politicised it as well. Katie Hopkins tweets, the Met Police officers say they have lost control of London streets. Apparently they've lost control of their Twitter account too! Um, good band. Donald, Donald J. Trump then retweets with the incompetent mayor of London. You will never have safe streets. It's <laughs> no one to miss a trick but having a crack at Sadiq Khan. <laughs> What's fucking this timeline? Oh my god. This simulation, it's just. Oh, what a time to be alive, right? <laughs> it's just. Oh man, they, uh,. They, I mean, I wonder what the punishment for them them will be. Uh, a police Scotland spokesperson told the Metro two men aged 18 and 19 from the Lossiemouth and Glasgow areas respectively have been arrested and charged in connection with unauthorised access and publication of content on the Metropolitan Police Services news platform on Friday the 19th of July 2019. The report will be submitted to the Crown Office and uh, Procurator Fiscal Service. Uh we discussed the hacks with London-based security expert Chris Monte- uh, Montero. And he said, whoever carried out the attacks could have made all kinds of money had they pushed something like uh, Boris, John- Boris Johnson under investigation with, politi- with political betting on corporate markets. This shows it was opportunistic, amateurish, or both. I'm going to go with both. Yeah, that would be the... Wow. That would be the way to do it, wouldn't it? God, I reckon they'd probably find you quite quickly. All right, who's made significant bets one way on the markets? I don't know, but like with the amount that the, you know, stock markets are betting every day one way or the other, you know, what would be significant money to you is nothing to say like a hedge fund or something. So you'd probably just get lost in the in the melee of it all. Uh, we discuss, uh, anyway, uh, he said that the attack highlighted bad security practice. Oh, you reckon, yeah? So this, the Metropolitan Police did everything they could to stop this, but I'm afraid a couple of teenagers high on dragon soup and spice managed to get in the back door and fucking trash the place. Donny T picked up on it and managed to politicise it. You mugs, Matt. You absolute fucking mugs. <laughs> Pathetic. Oh, it's so funny. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's... Oh, God. Anyway, uh, we've got time for more music. Yeah, let's play some more music. Uh, where, where are we? What do we have? Oh, we had that uh, dub physics bit. It was nice. Um, let's have a wee little June form air clamps.
Anyway, I'm starting a neurofunk project called Cyber Vandals. Much like the rest of my music, I'll just be repurposing the 2G Miller sample packs, putting it up on Spotify. Thanks to Steve Linus for posting this in the Discord. Uh, <laughs> this is the new game of Guess Who, uh, but I'm in it. Uh, you could say something like, does he have a functioning app? Uh, yes, folds down rank him. <laughs> Final round, fight. Banging. Uh, crash test. I'm doing exactly that. Well, almost exactly that. I've uh, nearly finished the iPhone app. Yeah, not long. The iPhone, then I'll have a new iPhone app up, and then I've got to make the Android app, which I'm going to think about maybe doing in Flutter. I don't really fancy learning Java. And that Kotlin, I don't think anyone seems to be using. If anyone's got any better advice for the best thing to do an Android app with, because obviously I don't want to get fucked with this, like this one again, where they bloody release the app and then 
software updates come in and just fuck it because it's made on some shonky hybrid bloody two-bit framework. doesn't work properly. So I want to make everything in native languages. So I've made the ISO app in Swift, which is Apple's language. So you would expect that if you use their shit for it, it's not going to fuck up or at least it'll be easy to update it when that this is a boring conversation but you know what i mean yeah i've had good things about flutter too google apparently want people to use flutter well they actually want people to make progressive web apps but really you want to make a progressive web app uh, apparently they're rubbish for tapping into native functionality of the device it's all about the native functionality of the device okay guys remember that remember that when you're up to your elbow some hot young thing it's all about the native functionality of the device Guys, look, I ain't got the beard. For, yeah, I know. I would need a beard at least twice as length to even start tackle, thinking about starting to tackle Java. Anyway, look, what we got? We've got another 10 minutes left. Um, let's goddamn well make the best of it. Um, ooh. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, oh, it's a bad news week. Oh, it's not a good one. Obsessed fan hunted down idol by zooming in on her eyes. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, an obsessed fan hunted down his idol by zooming in on high-resolution photos of her eyes to discover clues to her whereabouts. Lock him up. Lock him up immediately. Um, Hibiki Sato, 26, uh, was enamored by the 21-year-old Japanese pop star Enna... Um, Mats Matsuka uh, and assaulted her okay and what a surprise in September outside her front door inside an apartment block Seto admitted to the attack after he was arrested and revealed he studied selfies uh, that Matsuka posted on social media to find out clues about where she lived specifically he zoomed in on a high resolution image of her face and looked at the reflections in her eyes he matched what he saw to locations on Google Maps and eventually pieced together her home address. Fuck! Well, he should work for the cops. Really? I mean, they should keep him locked up but bring him out like some sort of Hannibal Lecter situation. You know, where eventually he buys his freedom by, uh, you know, help, helping the cops out catch serial killers, that sort of thing. Eventually he buys his uh, freedom, but... They can't let him, they can't let him go free, so they stitch him up, get him back inside. Yeah, at that point you start to feel for him, you know. And then it's like, oh God, no, you know, are you really feeling sorry for this brutal, evil man? Maybe he's being stitched up by the government. We can't have anyone being stitched up by the government. Um, according to local media reports, he was even able to approximate the story uh, that she lived on based on the windows and the angle of sunlight in her eyes. Man, this dude's a real Rain Man motherfucker. Fans of the J-pop uh, have called for better protection of female stars after several have been the subject of high-profile stalking and assault. Uh, Sato was arrested for the attack on September 17th and admitted he was a huge fan of the singer. Wow. Uh, Sven Kirkby in the comments says, give the guy a job with the FBI. And Sheila says, surprised these girls don't have bodyguards or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool stuff. Family's basement fills with blood and guts. Okay, I'm interested. What's going on? Halloween came a bit early for a family in Iowa when their basement filled with five inches of blood and guts. God, that, that smelled nice. Uh, Nick 
Uh, Lestina and his family were preparing to put their house on the market when the basement flooded with animal blood, fat and bones after a meat locker next door reportedly overflowed. Um, you sure it wasn't built on like an ancient Indian burial ground or something and it was just it's haunted and it's just doing the whole filling up with blood routine? Because that will pass. You know, you can get an exorcist in for that and they'll, they'll sort it out. Family of seven had lived next door to the meat locker, uh, a container where meat is cured for the last 10 years with no problems. Uh, but Dahl's meat locker had allegedly started dumping hog and cattle remains down a drain in the floor which connected to the pipes to the family home. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he reported the incident uh, to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, which then confirmed that uh, what the delightful substance was. Confirming it was, in fact, guts and blood. Lovely. They got the Department of Health involved due to its hazard and said that the meat processor had been cooperating with the investigation. Lestina, however, still isn't happy with the meat processing neighbours. Oh, you reckon? Yeah? Uh, no, we don't mind. Yeah, no, you're all filled up with blood and guts. Yeah, it's gross. No, not bothered. No, they're nice guys. Yeah, well, they said they're going to sort it out, so I guess I guess they'll get around to it. So they haven't reached out at all. <laughs> they haven't reached out at all. In fact, they haven't taken any accountability for it. And they said it's not their fault and told me good luck. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, if I want to do anything about it, it's on my dime and my schedule. Speaking to Who TV. Grim. Uh, speaking to Who TV, he added, I'm looking into thousands of dollars with cleanup, over two grand, just to sanitise the basement. I don't have thousands of dollars to throw away at this. I've had a company come out for cleaning and sanitising, but they can't start the process until it stops coming up the drain. Oh, God. That is grim. I've been talking to different evacuation people. Oh, excavation people. It hasn't been a promising deal. I need dry weather. Oh, man. Seeing as the family are trying to sell their house, it's like it's going to be difficult to find a buyer. Yeah, nice place, actually. Quite cheap as well. Any any downside to it? Basement full of blood and guts? Right. Okay, and that's... Is that a feature or a... Yeah, yeah, apparently that's a feature. Yeah, being sold... I mean, yeah, you could do. You could charge people to come down and look at it. It's Halloween. You might be able to make the money to get it sorted out. Come on! Improvise, adapt, overcome. No one wants to see that. Smell that, he added. I wouldn't want for anyone to have that in their house. Many of the family's belongings were destroyed by the blood in the basement, including a bed they were saving for their toddler son. Damn. That Bible approached the Dars for comment. Pfft. Amelia Ward there, journalist for Lab Bible. After studying journalism at Liverpool, John Moores and Salford Uni, don't ask, uh, she went into the world of music, quickly realising that you can't pay your bills with guest list. <laughs> yep. Uh, she went back to her roots. In her spare time, Amelia likes music, Liverpool FC, and spending good quality time with her cat, Paul. You can contact Amelia at editorial, editorial at labbible.com. Should we give her an email? Nah. Well, that is a lot of fun. I think you'll all agree that that is a lot of fun. This week, what have we got coming up? Threshold.fm, of course. Fog on Friday as ever. Tomorrow, uh, Parallax at 11. Uh, me at 10, Parallax at 11. Wednesday, me at 10 again. Power Gen with the positive vibes at 11. Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, Gold Top. Sure. Thursdays. Wow. Uh, Coffee and Memes, followed by Incidental Sonics, um, followed by Rankins Records, followed by Eastern Front, uh, followed by what is the date? Where is the calendar? Mm, it's the first on, uh, okay. Uh, so we'll have the start of Duff's new show, which I believe is called My Label and Me. Um, it's not actually going to be about his 
labels. It's going to be different label focuses. Um, that'd be fine. So I guess that's starting the week after, though. So that would just be a repeat of uh, all aboard. And Friday, fog on Friday, smorgasbord, you know, all the good stuff. All your fabies, guys. All your freaking fabies. Sweet Johnny's going to be on on Friday. It's all good times, you know. It's all good stuff. Yeah, it's all good gubbins, good gear. Yeah, it's fine. It's rascal. It's okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and get the app sorted as soon as possible because uh, not getting replies back now from the developers. So I guess that I guess that's that. That's fun fun way to uh, fun way to end that one. Um, who knows? Yeah, okay. I never work with children and animals. That's what they say, isn't it? Um, where's the VIP list? What's going on? Where are we? Um, thank you to everyone that's supporting on on Patreon. You're you're very decent fellows, uh, fellows and lasses. Um, you're very well behaved, good and handsome. Nice to your mothers and all of those uh, things. And I am eternally grateful. Uh, Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kozitsky, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Allchard, Ryder, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Bashford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, James Parry, Hander, Bartando, Ladies, Griffin, to Lynn, the Minnesota, with Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with no STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Bamfrey's. Should be T. Coco, Shiva, Dan, that's from Tyrone Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Side Trans, actually superior to Toronto Chris Breaks, The Build, Carissa Bartholson, Odin, Batesley, Fuller, D, General, Jeremy Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dad Smasher, Connor Smythe, Chris, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Woff, Meat Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmuss, Eltec, Willay, Ben Vogel, Dan Tweed, Lupez, Alizar, Big Wodge, Mighty Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl, Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Shark, Claudia Lushmere, Bennett, Drem Roche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, Pearson, Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, your mum, Leonardo, Yves, and Big Eight. If you're not already on the Discord, join the Discord. There'll be a link in the YouTube video. There is a link on the website. Come and have a chin wag with us. Come and share the memes. Come and argue about Brexit, about climate change, about about communism. Come on, that's that's it's it's all go. Come and indulge in the end times. You can argue your case in the Supreme Meme Court, the Supreme Court of Memes, which will decide whether or not you are posting your memes in the wrong channel. It's a barrel of laughs, guys. It really is. It's a barrel of goddamn laughs. If you don't like it, go and listen to fucking Rinse. Yeah? Go and listen to, to Trickstar. Yeah? Listen to those Muppets. Christ. If you, yeah? if, you, if you want to start thinking that Threshold's decent... Go and listen to the, those hooligans, yeah? Make us look pretty goddamn pro, yeah? Pretty goddamn pro. Um, listen, guys, I'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. for more coffee, more memes. See you in the Discord, guys. You know, I'll be around, okay? Uh, I love you all. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>